This episode is brought to you by BlueChew.com. That's blue like the color blue. BlueChew.com brings you the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis. So you know they work. Visit BlueChew.com and get your first shipment free when you use our special promo code TMS. You just pay $5 shipping. Coming up on TMS, the people want llamas and baby Yoda. Darn right they do. Navigate around the dancing teens. You're the little shorty guy. Random adjective smurf. I heard boner smurf. Who's got the camel toe in this relationship? Bobby finally wins something. Aw, stay smurf traded. A lot of smurf in today's show. Yeah. Brian brought up a dead guy. Why does the black-haired Smurf have to be evil? He's no flat earther. Major spoiler Smurf. Trek nerd Smurf and more on this episode of The Morning Smurf. I'm a foolish old man who's been drawn into a wild goose chase by a harpy and trousers and a nincompoop. You give out very little sugar with your pronouncements. <laughs> This is the morning stream. Hold on to your butts. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to TMS. This is the morning stream. The date is Monday, January 27th, 2020. I'm Scott Johnson. He's Brian Nibbett. Hi, Brian Nibbett. Hi, Scott Johnson. How are you? Well, my wife made me some kind of tea that I think is making me all hyperactive today. Nice. Is it, mm. uh, I know that matcha, that green matcha is like, uh, super loaded with, uh, caffeine, but that's probably, I mean, you'd look at that and say, you'd know instantly it's green matcha because it's green. Yeah. It'd be green and, and, and it would say it on the thing, but I think this is something brown and I don't know what it is actually. It's not, uh, it's not from Gwen. It's tea, some other brown, thing. Brown, hot. <laughs> <laughs> all my favorite Gwen teas are out. We've, we've drank them all. And so uh, this yeah. is uh, some sort of stand-in. It's okay. It's fine. But you're, I'm a little spoiled by the uh, phoenixpearltea.com oh, teas. Totally. Yes. Those so are quality good. teas. Those are, those are teas are you, can, teas. you can look to. Uh, anyway, how are you today? How are you this morning? I'm good. I'm good. Still, uh, people are asking, still no resolution on the Apple iTunes thing. However, um, I went ahead and... Like so, basically, I've been sitting on a library that's had nothing imported into it for the last several days. Right, a completely empty iTunes library. Yeah, and because what's going to happen is they're going to say, "Okay, we've reset your your iCloud Music library. Go ahead and start with an empty library, synchronize. Let's make sure it's empty and stays empty and doesn't bring back all the bad stuff. Right, and then after if that works, then slowly add your music back in and import, you know, little clusters at a time. Nice. But if I, you know, if I sit there and wait with an empty library, I can't do anything. I can't do, I can't prep stuff for soundography. I can't prep stuff for Coverville. I can't do guess the connection. Mm. There's so much that I can't do um, with an empty iTunes library, even though all the music sitting there on my hard drive. Right. And for the last few days of TMS, I've just been like, all right, well, let's grab the indie and then I'll do a search for the song I want to play. I'll listen to a few different versions and say, okay, we'll play that one. Yeah. But I've I've just went ahead and pulled the trigger and, and imported my library into the empty, um, the empty library that I created. Now, if they come back today and say, "Okay, Brian, we've reset," my plan is that I'm going to keep this library good and intact, mm-hmm. and then I'm going to create a secondary library that's empty. Try synchronizing. If that works. I'm gonna synchronize the. Full oh, library. good die, because you good idea, good die, good 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 die, good die. <laughs> good idea, because now now you got some redundancy uh, testing. That's good. 
I like it. Exactly. Exactly. I like it. This is the scientific method, you guys. This is what we're witnessing right here. It's pretty good. <laughs> it totally is. Yes. Uh, so, well, that's a pain in your butt, but I'm glad you've got a plan. I've at least got a workaround for right now, and it'll let me get stuff back going. And uh, yeah, yeah it, I I imagine like like you know like we've talked about. I am a I am a uh, an Apple case of like. No one ever uses iTunes or uh, Apple Music like this. Yeah, you are an edge case, one hundred percent. Like this is where this is the you know the the Apple equivalent of J.K. Simmons is leading somebody around the <laughs> museum of uh, Apple Music, and he says, "No, over here we've got uh, Brian Ibbett, who's got one hundred and ten songs in his library. <laughs> Faster, more intense." I like that it's the version of him that is either uh, J. It's, Jonah, uh, J. Jonah Jameson, Jameson yeah, yeah, or he's that guy. What was his name? Something Whiplash. Johnson. What was his name in the, the Portal game? Uh, something Johnson. Oh, Tor Johnson? No. Was Not it Tor? Tor Johnson. Tor Johnson is the guy who played, uh, <clears throat> was the guy in Ed Wood. <laughs> the guy who played. Um, Cave, no, Cave doing, Johnson. Cave Johnson. Cave Johnson. He was so I good. Was, uh, uh, I was doing the J.K. Simmons that... Uh, beat the crap out of uh reed richards in whiplash oh oh good finally <laughs> the one version we all needed and wanted to hear whiplash is that what that was called I what was know. the drumming movie it wasn't whiplash no was it was it? uh yeah it was whiplash right whiplash whiplash something lash whip 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 extended lash extended lash it is it is whiplash it okay. just doesn't sound right because it's uh Whiplash, the term, has nothing to do with drumming. Yeah. I mean, he's whipping the kid with a lash to yeah. get him to drum better. But uh. Yeah. Well, nobody uses uh, nobody uses the music thing like Brian does, so he's an edge case. So uh, as much as I know it's tempting to just mm-hmm. uh, for the chat room to go, see, Apple suck. No, no calm exactly. yourselves yeah. down. It's uh, yeah. Have you ever tried to get you ever tried to get Google to do anything? It's a huge pain in the ass. So right. so Try- calm yourselves down. Fine. Try tricking out your your Chrysler LeBaron with every uh, every extra add-on feature, and then take it to a, cl- a Chrysler repair shop and say, "Hey, can you figure out where the rattling's coming from?" Yeah, it's going to take them a little bit longer because you've you know you've decked out your your car. With oh yeah, a whole good bunch of, uh, good comparison, by the way. That's yeah, that works. You. That works because everyone's always had a you've had a car where there was like a weird noise and nobody could find what it was, and and they worked tirelessly to f- try to figure it out, and they never could. So exactly. it's one of yes. those deals. Anyway, welcome to the wonderful world of digital <laughs> yippy doopy. All right. Mm, uh, we got a we got a we got an update we got to share. So our our uh, we got a friend. His name is Dodd Vickers. He is uh, a, a a loyal listener and good pal. Works in uh, uh, Georgia mm-hmm. and uh, does a lot of cool stuff there with the film industry. Yes. A lot of stuff. He's with a TV and, he's a um, Location scout. So basically, when they say, "All right, uh, we're coming to our Atlanta to film. Um, we need a place that looks high tech, and then we also need a place with like big, wide open, empty fields where you can't see buildings, and then we need this." And uh, he says, "Oh, yeah, I know exactly the places you need. Yep, I you need shambling zombies. He's got gotcha. you. You need a right. place for the Avengers <laughs> to fight. He's got gotcha. you. He'll take care of exactly. it. Exactly. Yep. Anyway, um, he was listening to the." Uh, the podcast No Agenda, and if you may remember, years and years and years ago, uh, the the Adam Curry slash John C. Dvorak show No Agenda, right. uh, which felt like it had a bit of an agenda that day. But anyway, whatever. <laughs> the agenda seemed to be the morning stream. Right. <laughs> so, uh, and, and let's fill people in on that. I'll play that real quick here. Um, okay, here's the original. Let's see, where is it? Adam Curry here. 
So they'll clip that and put it on their show and show you how to use a soundboard. How, how to right? use a soundboard. So they're making fun of how we use soundboards for stuff and things like that. Yeah, then, one, but there was some other... How did it come up before that? Like, we... Did they hear that we were playing the Adam Curry clip about, you know, what's Ipsy Hammer doing? You know the uh, guys can tell. I think that was it, yeah. That was the start Yeah, that of was it. like the initial uh, salvo. But, yeah, which was this <laughs> file here. I'll play that. And what's Ipsy Hammer doing? You know the guy's got talent. There's that. Okay. Which is a clip I clipped out of um, the Daily Source Code back in 2005 just because I thought it was a really funny thing to say. <laughs> Right, and it lives on to this day, right? Lives on to this day. So exactly, then they said, yes. then Adam Curry did this after they heard the intro to our show. The morning stream. All right, so that was him doing our. <laughs> it's our a pretty intro. faithful rendition of our 70s version of the show. It's really not too bad. Yeah. It's not yeah. too bad. So as a result, we had a good laugh. And also, I think we uh, had a little interaction with Dvorak on Twitter, and he was super. He was, he's nice. He's a nice guy. He is. He is. He, and, uh, he plays yeah. gruff, but he's actually really nice. And he likes my comics, and he, he thinks it's cool that we have this show and it's a following. You know, it was a nice exchange. I'm a big exchange. fan of his keyboard layout, too. Yeah, I think it's, I, it's also, great. yeah, I think, I think uh, Queerty needs to go away. Let's get the Dvorak in here. I agree. <laughs> have you ever actually tried to use one? It really threw me. I couldn't I did. do it. Yeah, but and using any different keyboard layout. I freak out when I have to do one of those... Um, you know, using the remote to enter things on a keyboard, and mm. it's not in QWERTY order; it's an A B C D E order. Oh, right. And you're moving your little cursor around with a little button on a remote, trying yeah. to get stuff. Yeah, or a controller or something. I hate that. Ugh. Yeah, I hate it. Too. Uh, but anyway, so don't go changing keyboards. We're yeah, we're fine exactly. where we're at. So, anyways, uh, they uh, this is how, this all came up again. He was listening to the show. I guess somebody else reached out to those guys, and I'm going to play that exchange. Okay, so right. yeah. this is the most recent conversation they had on the daily source code about us and remember adam curry former vj one of the founding vjs of uh, of mtv MTV headbangers headbangers ball yeah uh, he was the the host of did you do headbangers i didn't know that i forgot yeah he was the guy with that you saw his hair i mean what other show they're not going to put him in front of 120 minutes or uh (laughs) introducing the latest episode of remote control starring adam Sandler and uh, Colin Quinn. Right. It's a good point. Oh, I love that Colin Quinn show. What was that called? Remote Control. Yeah. Remote Control. Yeah. Yeah. You just Poor said Ken that. Ober. Ken Ober, the host of that show, probably can't yeah, even where get is a that parking space close to King Supers. But yeah, where everybody is Ken Ober these is, uh... days? Oh, he died. <laughs> oh, no. I mean, really? Not, not that I'm laughing at his death. I'm laughing because Brian uh, brought up a dead guy. Hold on. Let me look. Oh, yeah. 2009. Oh, I'm sorry, Ken Ober. Oh, Jeez. Ken Ober died. Oh, that's too bad. All right, All right. I like remote control a lot. That was a great show. Yeah. Anyway, um, so here's the here's the clip. This is them. Uh, I call this "Meanwhile on No Agenda," and uh, check out their little conversation they had. No, yeah. no, it was like the normal. It was actually the first one I ridiculed, which the guys got a kick out of, was the morning stream. Yeah. Oh boy, did that stir up a whole bunch of crap. So you don't live in the in the online world. You you close the show and you're done. You go finish your book. <laughs> I'm out of here. You're writing vinegar stories. And I have to deal with the fallout, you know, because no one emails you. I get it all. Yeah, well, yeah. Yeah. well, the guys at the morning stream, you know, are great. Is that still on? I don't know if it is anymore. Mm. That's a good question, which is, you know. That is a good question. I don't know if it is. They, these guys do a lot of work. Damn straight we do, John C. Dvorak. Damn straight. Yes. We do a lot of work. And we're still here. Nearly 2,000 episodes. Yep. Uh, <laughs> I guess, I guess we are, whatever the definition of still around, we are it and more. Yeah, uh, exactly. 
But I get it. Like, I wouldn't know if No Agenda ended three years ago because I don't listen to the show. I don't know. <laughs> right. They're just different. You know, it is it is the different circles of we all used to be in one circle. Right. We all used to be in this whole little podcasting circle because there were four of us. Sure. Making podcasts. Sure. <laughs> there, was only a, there was only a handful. We hung out at Podcast That's Alley. Right. We did the best we could. It was me and Don and Drew and Scott and... Yep. And... Uh, I think Liz. Keith and yeah, the girl. Keith and, and, and the girl. Uh, she counts as a second person. The girl. Right. Uh, and uh, who else? <laughs> uh, what are some other Michael names? Michael Gohagen and. Uh, <laughs> oh my gosh. Just uh, saying these names makes me. The Engadget, the Engadget podcast. They were one of the first ones I remember. Oh, yeah. That was that was good. That's, uh, uh, the uh, Podcast uh, Brothers. Veronica's uh, Borkland, husband was Borkland. on that. Was on the. Uh, oh, was he really? Uh, yeah. Ryan okay. Block was the co host of the Engadget podcast. Um. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. Like those were the days, and Adam was yes. there, of course, and he was fighting with what's his name about who really invented podcasting, and and uh, mm-hmm. and then and then G- Ricky Gervais came along and called himself the Podfather, even though it was already <laughs> right. a name. Ricky Gervais came along and invented podcasting, yeah. and uh, yeah, Mark Maron came about then, five years later and invented it again. And invented and, podcasting. Yeah. Adam Carolla came around and said, "Hey, I'm gonna invent podcasting. Yep. Look at here's women jumping on trampolines." Yeah. <laughs> They're currently it's being reinvented by um, what's his name from news radio whose name I can never remember. Um, he does. He's a MMA guy. He, he's a comedian. Oh, like, Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan's inventing it again. So yes, everyone's right, yes. reinventing podcasting. And meanwhile, we were here doing it all the time. We <laughs> were here the whole time, inventing uh, it over and over again. It's good stuff. All right. Uh, so there's that. Hope you enjoyed it. A uh, quick note, or a bit of a tease, actually. So okay. um, many, well, some may not know this. I don't know. But my, f- my first real foray into the internet and content creation started in 1999, 1998, somewhere in there in the form of a comic strip that I posted online. Some might call it a web comic, all right? Uh, That comic was called Real Tunes. It was uh, all about a video game that I was playing. And anyway, it's a long story. You don't have to go look it up, but they sucked. I was bad then. Anyway, (laughs) <laughs> um, so that even preceded the, uh, the podcasting stuff, which technically started later that same year, but, but the comics have always been a big part of what I do. And if you have followed the, my comic over the last 15 years, uh, you'll know that that's a thing I also did. And that started on GameSpy and still runs to this day. However, some may say to themselves, uh, Hey Scott, haven't seen a new comic project from, from you in a while. And I would say that is correct. You have not seen that from me in quite a while. That's about to change. And that's, okay. the, that's the tease. I'm not going to tell you anything else. Uh, we're getting close, though, to uh, launching it. And it'll be rad. And I'm excited. And it actually unearths and breathes new life into an old dead idea I had a long time ago for a comic, for a comic idea that I should have done then. And I didn't do it because I thought it was too obscure and weird. Now I'm at a place in my life where I don't care if anyone thinks it's weird. I'm just going to do it. You know what? Yeah. It's not about a duck. It's not the return of XP. XP <laughs> was started, uh, experience points was started as like a, uh, it was a paid deal, it was a paid gig. And uh, I did that until they stopped paying me. Uh, so that so that one doesn't <laughs> yeah. count, although I did love doing that. But uh, this thing is wholly mine. It's not, there's no, nobody's swooping in and going, hey, you should do a comic and we'll pay. It's not like that. It's just me doing it. Mm-hmm. And it's weird conceptually weird and i don't care anymore how weird it is i'm ready the world's gonna be oh, ready dude, or not yeah and, and you know the best the best um 
projects come out of the creators saying, I'm putting this out because it's I'm I'm excited about it. Not well, I've done the market research, and these are the things that people like. They want to see uh, llamas. They want to see uh, <laughs> twerking, and they want <laughs> Baby Yoda. So I'm going to have Baby Yoda twerking on the back of a llama. Exactly. That's exactly what I'm going to do. You know what it is, though? This is what's funny. Um, I just, I've just i been having a lot of like es- esoteric thought, uh, thought moments about... What even is a freaking webcomic in 2020? Like, what are we doing? Is it... For so long, it was about, you must have your own domain. And on that domain, you must have navigatable comics. And they must have an about page where your characters are described. And and then when you make them, there'll be four panels. And they'll be shaped just like comics of old. Right, exactly. You know, like there was this weird kind of effort to do that. It made sense at the time. But if you look at the landscape now, domains don't matter. Mm-mm. Uh, people passing the stuff around on Imgur, Reddit, Twitter, Facebook, whatever. That's where stuff gets disseminated now. Mm-hmm. And people are reading stuff on their phones. Like there's just, it's a different planet. And so I'm thinking about a lot of that stuff. Anyway, it's a, it's been, it's interesting because on the one hand, I'm kind of like trying to do, I, I feel myself gravitating toward the old way. Like, ah. Oh, comics but on the screen you know sure and sure. instead i'm trying actually, to think outside that box what would you think and you know too late to to change the stream that you're moving on um the the water stream not the the water, water stream. stream right got it right yeah. but um could you could there be an app that uh gives you the daily issue of your comic and let's say it's four panels one day, six panels, but you only see, like, basically, you read it one panel at a time. You read a panel, you swipe, and then you get the next panel. And that way you don't, like, accidentally see a visual joke in the last panel as you're reading the first one. You're surprised by the, the this, ending thing. This already exists. It's called Instagram. I guess- <laughs> is that how they do yeah, it? Yeah, and, and that is my other main point. The desire yeah. or the tendency, and I don't, I don't blame people for having this sense because I get right. it. But the feeling is to what if it was in its own thing or what if it was over here in its own little corner or what if you had to open an app to see it? And it's I think it's the wrong headed way to look at it because no right. one gets that. No one ever finds it. Like you'll find if you have a few people who dedicate themselves to it and every day check the app, but mm-hmm. you're not going to get it out there. Like you have to put it, you have to have it body surf through all the social. You have to. Or else, what right. do you? Why are you right, right, right. It? Yeah, because then people can share it. Um, and and for the record, I do know because I read comics in the Marvel app all the time. I know they've got that guided view that does panel by panel, which I really love. I love the fact that you know I swipe, I see the full page if there's like a really cool kind of dynamic big panel thing, and then it goes panel by panel and shows me the stuff. Um, but that's you know that's a uh, that's the big companies doing that. I'd love to see like a an app made by webcomic creators the little guys who do that sort of thing right the only again the only downside is that you're creating a potentially a kind of a walled garden a little central ecosystem that doesn't go out yeah and the whole idea is to get uncentralized like otherwise your stuff just doesn't get discovery and so people are so worried about how well why don't we just put everything on tiktok then scott (laughs) well i ain't putting it there uh i can tell you that (laughs) i do like that new bite app though by the way it's good. Oh, have you tried the new the yeah. Vine replacement? Yeah, it's basically just Vine again, um, with some cool. better features and you know, slightly different orientation. But uh, 
the six second rule applies. And I, there's there's yeah. something to that because uh, with longer form video, which is also fine for what it is, it it doesn't have the same creative possibilities. When you're limited to six seconds, that limitation forced people to get really creative. Yes. And right. sometimes you would just see the coolest ideas for animated loops or just it's a very creative format in the right hands. And so I have high hopes for this because it seems like a big uptick over the last few days. I've been watching it, checking it out, putting some of my own stuff up there. It's neat. Cool. So uh, you guys um, should check it out. It's good. Now, how's uh, for the layman? Mm-hmm. Me, I'm waving. I'm a layman. <laughs> layman. Um, hey, layman. How's uh, what's the difference then between TikTok and Vine as far as like because Vine uh, TikTok is still limited. Limitations are the same, right? TikTok is still like limited to a few seconds. No, no, no. TikTok can go nope. up to a minute, so you can do a full, oh, full okay. minute on TikTok. Gotcha. And the way TikTok works is it's anything between short and that minute, and I think it's anything over thirty uh, seconds. Actually, is the only time you know how long it's going to go that it'll go a full minute. Gotcha. Okay, um, and All that's right. and that's just the technical difference. The the other differences, I mean, there there are navigation differences and stuff of like course. that. But yeah. the main difference for me is there's kind of a not cultural, but sort of a there's a vibe difference mm-hmm. between uh, what Vine was and maybe what Byte will be and what what TikTok is. It's it's just kind of a lot of dancing teenagers, and you have to kind of navigate around it to try to find the good stuff and navigate around the dancing teenagers. Yeah. That's a Street sign I saw the other day. Yeah, a lot less of that happening on a six-second platform. So, okay, um, all right. It seems neat. Like if you, if uh, I guess what I'm saying is, if people liked Vine when it was at its heyday, this is that. Um, although you know they're still new and they've been in beta for a while, but you'll see a lot of familiar faces on there, like people that used to do Vine all the time. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, yeah. Nice. And a lot of those popular ones, uh, also uh, people from that are popular on TikTok are all trying it out so you're seeing a lot of sort of crossover and then there's a lot of they'll get through all this but there's a ton of videos going back and forth where don't bring your tiktok trash to my house and a lot of just smack talk (laughs) about the formats but that's dumb um anyway it's neat it seems neat and uh they they need some better sharing features there's some other stuff i would tweak about it but that'll i'm sure that's all coming cool uh, well you know what i'm uh i'm gonna take a look at uh at at at, uh, bite today and maybe create a six second return because you remember i mean me and chris brown were the uh oh yeah were the kings of vine yeah you know that oh you were killing it then with chris brown you and chris brown <laughs> me and chris brown killing it with Vine. when he wasn't <laughs> when he wasn't punching somebody he was on vine and he was great <laughs> um oh, poor guy I, I, yeah i really feel for him um what was i gonna say about that i forgot oh uh yeah it's like 2013 up in there that's how it kind of feels right yeah. right all right, I'm good with that. Um, I liked I liked 2013. I'll go back. <laughs> I did too. Those are good good years. I like 2013. I like 2014. I like 2015. Yeah, but 2016, eh, the wheels started coming off the car. Yeah, didn't really like that year. Pull over, pull over. Exactly. Do you hear that? Um. All right. Let's do the next thing, which is yeah. Oh, uh, how'd uh, you went to trivia the other day? How'd that go? I did. I went to trivia. So Thursday night we did uh, trivia. Then I took a day off on Friday, mm. <laughs> and then Saturday we had a tournament we went to, and I put photos of it up on um, uh, online. But we took second place. So now this is this is uh, three fourths of the team that we take to Geek Bowl, the geeks who drink chicago or wherever it goes every year right so it's a it's a different it's me with a couple of the same people but a bunch of different people that uh, do the um the geek bowl right took second place 
Oh, I wish I could remember one of the questions that we missed. Um, oh yeah, we were super curious. About we were that. trading first and second with uh, another team pretty regularly. Oh, yeah, our final. So um, we had a two-parter um, where you had to name the nine states with the lowest percentage of inland water compared to the size of the state. Oh, geez. So I wouldn't know that. You know, the size of the state compared to the size of the inland water. And then the second half of it was naming the 10 countries that produce the most um, motor vehicles. Not necessarily, and they, and even the quiz masters had a hard time describing this, not necessarily the, the, the 10 countries whose companies, the companies from that country produce the most vehicles, if that makes sense. Yeah, I get it. Like, more sure. vehicles are produced in Mexico, right? But there is like a there aren't like Mexican brands that are up there with like Saab and Audi and Volkswagen and stuff like that. But they do produce a lot of cars in there. Yeah. So we were. They actually produce we most were, uh, Volkswagens now. Actually, they do. Yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah. So we were. Uh, so we had a hard time with that one. And every we we um, we could give as many answers as we wanted. For every one we got right, we got two points. For every one we got wrong, we got minus three points. So you could put. If you put if you uh, stab in the dark and put eight answers, but four of them are wrong, yeah. you're losing points. So you got to be very strategic and can play conservatively and say, all right, well, these three are absolutely a lock. Mm. Do you then, guys get uh, in a zone like you're kind of just like super focused and like I don't know, really intense? Is it yeah. an intense thing? No, yeah, not at all. I mean, there's yeah. you know we're we're laughing and joking around and playing, having fun. There's never really a. Uh, um, it's not really a vibe with the trivia team I'm on where we get uh, get all yeah. Uh, well, you, super... do, you do have the one conspiratorial guy though, right? You got him. <laughs> <laughs> we do. Yes. All right. Just checking. <laughs> oh, that's the tweet. Okay, that I was trying to figure out the tweet this last weekend with the the photo. Was yes. that the I guy? Thought... Was that the dude? That was that's I... the guy. Okay. I thought you were saying conspiracy because he had a set of Bluetooth headphones wrapped around oh, his neck. Like, oh, oh. this is a <laughs> no, 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 <laughs> no. I just meant that's the guy that uh, he's not flat earther, but whatever it is, he's into. That's the guy, right? Anyway. Yes, he's. Oh God, yeah, he's no flat earther. He's no like. Uh, uh, he, he's not believing that the shape shifting lizard people are making chemtrails that are turning us all gay. Yeah, but uh, but there are some. I mean, he's got opinions, and and uh, and we. Does he you know, think nine eleven? Does he think nine eleven was an inside job? Does he think? No, he one? does not. Okay. He does not. Does he? he believes you know what? The moon landing really happened. Does he think? He's, does he think that Epstein wasn't wasn't a suicide? Because I actually would agree with him. I don't think he was. Yeah, he doesn't. I don't think. I, I think that we all agree that. Well, at least the three of us probably would agree that I don't think. Uh, <laughs> oh, Epstein what happened to the security a, cameras? Oh, we don't know. They we just stopped know. working. Yeah. Weird. No. It, yeah, so when I, you know, talking about him, it, he's certainly not a conspiracy theorist in the in the common current definition of conspiracy theory. Yeah, there's there's a range. I get it. That's true. Yes. Okay. But uh, yeah, so we're gearing up. Oh, and I went to trivia last night too. So in the last four days, I've played trivia, pub trivia, three of those four days. Wow. Um, but we're gearing up. So beginning of March, March seventh, I believe is the date. That's Saturday. Uh, I'm going to be in Chicago with the team. We're going to uh, be doing the big competition. This is the big ten thousand dollar. This is the this is the one that you know you go for every year. Sure. And we've won a couple of years, but um, what's the big uh, date for that? When do you go? February. Sometime. March seventh. Oh, March seventh. Mar okay. Yes, March. 7th. March. Oh, that'd be good. Uh, yeah. You'll rock it. I'm sure it'll be great. Yeah, I'm hoping to see a few uh, a few listeners while I'm out there. I think we're going to try and maybe do a Friday night 
meetup deal. Nice. Somewhere. What You'll kind s- of a meetup deal? <laughs> but, uh, you should go to Girardi's or whatever it's called, the pizza thing. I love that. Yeah. Pizza. Mm, Brian, it's, that's it's some good, good points. Pizza. Mm, oh, it's mm. great pizza. And <laughs> believe me, you know, you look at how much those those <laughs> points are for those. Kind of worth it. But it doesn't lend itself to the the, the, the ideal um, meetup location because then, you know, you basically get, you're at a table with five people who get to talk to you. And, do you have to work? Okay, here's a question for the trivia yeah. inclined. Yeah. Somebody who goes a lot of this trivia stuff. Do you feel, are there, is there certain food slash drink slash whatever you avoid before a, a competition because those things make you feel logy or tired or uh, scatterbrained or like is there any conventional wisdom about that like for what, sure yeah yeah i mean drinking it's funny because the all of these these trivia things take place at bars and pubs and brew you know breweries and and stuff like that we tend to try and stay away from the hard liquor uh, for the first three quarters of the game, mm, mm. Yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, food-wise, you know what? It's I don't even think about that. I think I usually go for places I go usually have like a a wrap, like a Caesar wrap, or um, or a really good southwestern salad, something like that. But imagine if I did have like a yeah, give me the double bacon cheese burger with uh, chili fries. I imagine that that I would spend so much time uh, cleaning myself off mm. <laughs> that I might miss a question or two or sure. evacuating my bowels near the, nearing the, uh, the fourth uh, round. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, what if it was like um, Diet Coke makes me forget things or something like that? Like, no, no, no. Nothing like that? Okay. Nothing like that. And, and uh, we don't even say like, oh, no, only eat salmon the day before a trivia game mm. for the Omega, mm. Omega-3 vitamins and stuff like that. Nah. Okay. No. All right. No fish oil before before a tournament. No fish oil. That's. <laughs> I mean, you know, none that we wouldn't normally get anyway. But we don't. We don't specifically seek out the fish oil. <laughs> right. You might get fish, but not for we that might reason. Get fish, yeah. but not fish oil. Yeah. Yes. We asked for more fish. No, I get it. Uh, all right. Well, shall we so, play a game? As they yeah, say, speaking more of games? trivia, let's let's uh, let's keep it up. Let's yeah. do something. Let's get trivial. Let's have you guys at home potentially win some big money and let's bring our pal Brian Dunaway in with the following theme song hey welcome to Babel Royale everybody starring the one the only Brian Dunaway hello oh hi Scott and Brian hey oh hi Brian hey man hey how are you guys doing this morning doing all right doing all right hey uh how are you were you pretty sad I'm doing good I was just sitting here uh eating some fish oil yeah, yeah. To you guys. Well, yeah. That'll help you with this game for sure. What do you That's do? Like right. a like a bowl I'm of it by like, the gallon. Is like What's a, that now? Is it like a bowl of cold fish oil? Mm. That's right. Mm, yeah, I'm sopping uh, it up with some bread. Oh, dude, that right sounds up. gross. That sounds so <laughs> gross to me. Man, that sounds gross. All right, got uh, some cornbread and just gonna sop that stuff right up. Well, when you're in the south, Goody. you do what the southerners do. I get it. Uh, it's good to have you here. Of course, all the way from South Carolina and all things rad internet things. We'll talk more about that after. Uh, you're here to play a little bit of a game with someone who's already called in. Let me see if, uh, who we have here. Hi, thanks for holding. Who's this? It's Bobby Frankenberger oh, from man. South Carolina. <laughs> wow, Bobby Frankenberger. I haven't heard Bobby, Bobby Frankenberger. I haven't heard his voice since he was uh, heavily competing in season two. That's weird. Yes, yeah. he- heavily. Yeah, it's freaking heavily. me out. It's weird to hear it. It's very strange to hear it in this context. 
Bobby, how are you? How the heck are you? I'm doing great. Awesome. How are you guys? Um, well. I'm good. Yeah. Uh, except we want you to win something. That's how we feel right now. Right now, yeah, we want you to finally win something. <laughs> yeah, oh. yeah. It could, it, it'd be nice, you know. Oh, that is brutal. <laughs> Not nice. <clears throat> if you guys uh, are hearing this going, why is why are they all so familiar with Bobby? Go listen to season two of ANTP, uh, America's Next Top Podcaster, and listen to some of the best podcasting competition I've ever heard. It's very good. Yeah, some amazing stuff coming out of that, and and. Uh, I think uh, Bobby, you were partially responsible for one of the entries that Jury said, "This this one's ready to go right now. You can turn around and make this a podcast right now." Yeah, that sounds like Jury. Or that was Jury saying. doing his John C. Dvorak impersonation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow, he's getting better all the time. Uh, yeah, you you were really good. And what you should do is you should look at this like the way that American Idol second placers often end up winning everything or end up getting the best careers where the winners mm-hmm. don't so much. It's like, oh, where's Ruben Stuttered these days? I don't know, but that little shorty guy got a bunch of contracts. So it's like that. You're the little shorty guy. I'm, Clay Aiken? I'm is he the Clay Aiken of America's Next Top Podcast? Yeah, yeah he's Clay Aiken. He's, uh, who's the other one? The blonde who he's did the, real good? He's the Carrie Underwood of... Yes. Uh, he's, the, he's the Jennifer Hudson of America's Next Top yes, Podcast. Yes, all of those things. So keep that in mind. Have that Hold that warmly to your heart, and let's play a game now. Brian, you want to explain what Bobby could win and how he'll win it and what our topic is? I'll do all of those things, yeah. So uh, I'm going to give Scott and Brian a topic. They're going to go back and forth with answers for that topic. Scott and Brian are not allowed to Google answers nor allowed to write down answers they've used. But if one of them gives a wrong answer, a repeated answer, or they take too long to come up with an answer, the win will go to the other player. Bobby, your job is to predict who's going to come out on top based on today's topic. Today you're playing for a couple of of, uh, Steam games. (laughs) It's funny, these are ones that we've given away and the people have said, "Oh, I already have that one in my Steam library because it's so good. Please give it to another, give it away to another player." Bastion and Monaco. What's yours is mine. Oh, that's a I great think, pairing. That's very good. It's wow. a really good couple of games. Yeah. So you can win those too. Now, our category today comes from a discussion that we had last week. As a matter oh. of fact, Joe Acosta was listening. He said, "Hey, listen to those those chuckleheads talking about the Smurfs. There are ninety-seven Smurfs. Oh no, no." 97 Smurfs. Can you believe there are 97 Oh, Smurfs? there's 97 Smurfs? Oh, my God. There are 97 oh. Smurfs. Uh, how many of the 97 Smurfs can you name? <laughs> it's so many Smurfs, it takes two pages for me to, to have to track them all. That's a lot uh, So, Smurfs. Bobby, wow. uh, and I'm going to be... Uh, what, let's see. What should we do yeah, here? Can't, how can you be too lenient? Because, I can't be too lenient uh, because, I mean, because most of them are very easy. Mm. You know, I'm just wondering if I should give any mulligans on this one. Um, yeah, you know what? I'll give you uh, I'll give you each one mulligan. Okay. One mulligan. One, one mulligan. One mulligan. One mulligan. All right. So, Bobby, knowing that that's the topic, and big thanks again to Joe Acosta for sending this one in. Uh, by the way, this these comes from the comics, the cartoons, the feature films, and video oh, games. Wow, there's the video yes. games are the ones I definitely missed. Uh, right, by the way, can yeah. I just say this about Joe Acosta? He sounds like he should host a sports radio show. Totally does. Joe yes. Acosta's got the latest scores after this. Like, it's, it's a total sports Gridiron podcast with Joe Acosta. Joe Acosta. Anyway. All right, Sorry. so, go ahead. Bobby, who do you want to go first, and who do you think is going to win this one? Uh, well, I think I think Brian Dunaway is going to win. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. 
And and I'm gonna go with the the normal like Scott will go first. See if we can okay. get him oh, to good. spend yeah. some of his uh, <laughs> some of his early. Yeah, my early low <laughs> fruit. Here we go. All right, Brian. I'm gonna yeah. start with uh, Papa Smurf because we just talked about oh, that dude. Good, good. It's a good one to start with. Yep. Yeah. The, the classic Papa Smurf. That's I think the, he's the ipso facto leader. Yeah. Of the Smurfs. He's right. got the he's got the, then, the red pants. I think. His, his red pants. clothes, yeah. his bushy white mustache and beard. Yeah. Hey, he's like a little blue Santa Claus. He sure is. Isn't he? Is. he? Yes. <laughs> I'm gonna go with uh gonna go with his uh his his understudy uh brainy smurf. Brainy smurf, very good. Brainy oh, smurf. Crap. Uh, That's a bad sign. Uh, considers himself the most intelligent smurf smurf in the village and an expert on everything, but his knowledgeable is really questionable at best. Mm. Um Smurfette, she doesn't have pants. Sure. That's good. That's a good one. She has a dress. Yep, with nothing on, on underneath. We don't know that. It was never revealed that there was nothing on to Smurfette's dress. Hey, I've searched the internet. I've seen things. I can never yeah. take back. Uh, she actually originally had black hair, but when uh, Papa Smurf right. turned her into a good Smurf, her hair became right. blonde. Because oh, as is, we know, as you do. Yeah, <laughs> that's evil. evil. And yeah. blondes are good. <laughs> that must have come from, was that from back in the, the French, when the French owned this thing? Or this is originally sure, a French yeah. thing, right? Like some yeah, kinda, I think so. Yeah, yep. these guys are weird. All right. All right, Dunaway. All right, well, right, my turn. Okay, I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with a uh, jokey Smurf because he always likes to blow up the presents. Sure, <laughs> good old jokey Smurf, uh, the village prankster. He almost he only uh, had he always one used prank. the same right on the same form of joke. Yellow and red wrapped present boxes that he offers to his victims, saying that is a surprise when open. The present <laughs> box explodes about with it. a sizable quantity of black smoke. Um. <laughs> Oh my gosh, I'm already running out here. Um, there's always a grouchy thing, and I think there's a grouchy Smurf. Yeah. yeah so yeah. that sounds about right. Am I right? There, is there yeah. a is indeed a grouchy Smurf. Uh, grouchy Smurf, the misanthropic grouch of the Smurf village. His catchphrase is, I hate mm, something that somebody else mentions. Yes, exactly. Um, and is grouchy not grumpy? It is grouchy, not grumpy. Right, right. Okay. Not, not no, you're grumpy. thinking of the seven dwarves. Yes, it's grouchy. Oh, all right. It does feel like there are some parallels, right? Like Papa Smurf is basically the doc. Kind of, right. yeah. Smurfs. Yeah. I don't know right. what came first, but it does feel like they're riffing on it a little bit. Yep. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Definitely the seven dwarves. Uh, so I'm going to go with uh, the only tattooed, well, as far as we know, Smurf. Hefty Smurf. Hefty, what? There's, hefty. No, there's no such thing as a hefty Smurf. Hefty, hefty, absolutely. Hefty he has an incredible strength and is often seen doing a lot of the heavy work in the village. He also has a tattoo yeah. on his right arm uh, of a red heart with an arrow through it because he loves love. Yes, love. Or his favorite does. activity is, or maybe he hates love, is lifting weights and right. doing other forms of exercise and is often the one to uh, kick Brainy out of the village whenever he yeah. is boasting. Yep. Okay. Hefty, going to Brian. The only uh, other hefty. one I remember, <laughs> I'm not sure about the name. There was a little baby Smurf for a while, so I'll just say oh, yeah. baby Smurf. Baby Smurf. Baby Smurf. Baby Smurf. Kind of baby but Smurf. Brought by Feathers the Stork on the Night of the Blue Moon. That is literally the only thing, the only piece of information that I have. No, you know what that should say? Let me translate it for you. Came from the vagina and womb of Smurfette, fathered by Papa Smurf late in the night. Right. Because they were was weird. Was oddly born with red pants. <laughs> <laughs> weird. That's right. All right, Brian. All right. I'm going to go with uh, Handy Smurf, the only Smurf with a pencil in his ear. Wow. Look at you remembering uh, 
Uh, you know, yes. I, we've we've recently been marathoning the Smurfs. Oh no Shut way, really? Up, really? Yeah. <laughs> so we've been watching it. <laughs> wow, this is where this is where Jerry would yell and scream like, "Oh sure, pick the category oh. that they've been binge watching." Uh, Handy Smurf uh, uh, wears overalls, has a visor attached to the front of his cap, and a pencil above his ear. He's the handyman uh, in the uh, Smurf and village. I can hear his voice all the time. That's right. He actually even created two other Smurfs. We'll mm-hmm, talk about mm-hmm. them in a yeah, little, little bit. Yeah, little, little. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, don't say yeah. anything. You can give it away here. Actually, um, actually, we can include them because on my list it says not an actual Smurf. So he created. Okay, good. Yeah, there, created, there are two little wooden Smurfs. Yeah. Uh-huh. Clockwork Smurf, right? Clockwork Smurf and. Oh, and there was a girl version too. So I'm uh-huh. assuming it's uh, Clockwork smurfette that's exactly right clockwork smurf yeah. and clockwork smurfette created by um handy smurf but those are counted as answers or are those just sub answers those everybody's not, always everybody's always in... making smurfs but they never yeah, they, were... they never they never uh make smurfs if you know what i mean <laughs> <laughs> I never do the smurf <laughs> right but they're always trying to explain smurf. why there's smurf more smurfs my tent um <laughs> All right. Yeah, no, Clockwork Smurf and Clockwork Smurfette were not officially Smurfs, so Brian giving those answers does not count towards anything. Um, does gonna... that mean Smurfette is their in-universe term for a girl? Yeah, she's yeah. the only one. She has boobs. She's and a whole so closet just, full of... So her name is basically just girl. Yeah, it's like, girl. Hey, yeah. girl. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and right. she's, a fe- <laughs> she's the female Smurf in the, t- in the village. No one else is a girl except the robot one that this handy person made. It's pretty psycho, dude. You don't want to kiss that because you're going to get splinters. Yeah, I don't like it. Um, All right, final, probably my final moment here. (laughs) Oh, I guess I get a mulligan, right? You do have a mulligan, yeah. But it means you have to come up with one right away afterwards if you're wrong. Is there a stinky smurf? There is, in fact, a stinky smurf. Shut <laughs> up, dude. Shut stinky up. That must have been some later on stuff. I've never heard of no stinky smurf. Stinky smurf. smurf uh, <laughs> let's see. Let me find it. I think, I think it was a. It was never one heard. in the in the video games, if I remember. Uh, Boy, it's down okay. way. Oh, here it is, right here. Uh, he hated to wash, which gave him an awful and unbearable body scent, making him attract flies and repel his fellow Smurfs, especially Smurfette. Oh, right. oh man! Well, at ninety plus Smurfs, there was a good chance that you were going to pick something. That's right. To describe. I cannot believe Smurf. I got that. That's... I think he actually uh, went through a name change. He uh, after although he after once managed to thwart Gargamel using his his stench, he was forcefully given a bath and became <laughs> nice smelling Smurf. Actually, looks like this was from a comic, okay. one issue of the comics. Okay, a one off comic about how stinky Smurf became clean Smurf. Yeah, well, I, uh, the, I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with uh, Vanity Smurf, who's always looking at himself in that stupid mirror, and he's got that little flower over his his ear. That's right, Narcissus Smurf, uh, right. <laughs> Vanity Smurf, <laughs> the epitome of a narcissist. He has a flower in his hat, and he often holds a hand mirror, staring his own reflection, which he kisses often. Hmm. Um, in uh, the movie, in the second movie, he becomes Commando Smurf, <laughs> which I guess means yeah. he doesn't wear underwear. I took my sisters in, uh, to see the Smurfs movie way back in the day. Yeah. Was the, really? uh, the magic was it the magic flute? I oh, I have you no mean the idea. old old one, like real old? Yeah, yeah. I don't remember the yeah. name of that, but yeah, I remember that was a thing. Not the not the live action combo thing they did a few years ago, right? Right, yeah. right, right. Never saw that. Um, All right, back back to Scott. Okay, well we're really down to the wire here. What other name can I make up and be lucky to get here? Um, <laughs> 
uh, diabetic Smurf. <laughs> diabetic Smurf. Diabetes Smurf. And there goes your uh, <laughs> sugar, sugar Smurf. Mulligan. That's my mulligan. All right. So that's not going to work. Yeah, he's got he's got the sugar. He's the sugar Smurf. Um, Diabetes. Let's see. There you go. All right. How about... Um, <laughs> I don't know. Uh... uh Colostomy bag smurf. No, um, ah. uh, hold on. I'll say, let's just say happy, happy smurf. Happy smurf. Mm-hmm. Very good. Oh, no, not a smurf. Oh, <laughs> shit. Not a smurf. I'm so excited. <laughs> I was sure I got another one. Damn it. <laughs> no, there was no, believe it or not, there was no happy smurf. There really was a sneezy, um, right? Yeah, the a dopey smurf. Yeah, I remember Dopey Smurf. Dopey and Sneezy, dope. really? Wow. Which I didn't understand why they had Dopey because they already, they already had Clumsy, which I'm sure you love because he's one step away from, you know. Let me look these Hitchumer. up. I'm gonna see. Right. Do you have a list somewhere? I want to see. There this. is a sleepy, sleepy Smurf. Yeah, I can actually mm-hmm. just send you a link to the the same I mean, thing. Always, imagine anything that would create conflict, and there you goes your Clumsy Smurf and your and your Sleepy Smurf and. There oh, there it is. Okay. But you can't yeah, forget yeah. about. Uh, Chef Smurf, right? What? Chef Smurf. There was Chef Smurf and Cook Smurf and Pastry Chef Smurf. Whoa. So oh, really, quickly, pastry chef. really quickly, here's the whole list. Uh, Smurf Jade, Alchemist Smurf, Architect Smurf, Baker Smurf, Chef Smurf, Clueless Smurf, Clumsy Smurf, Compliment. I'm just going to say their their first names. Complimentary, Cook, Crazy, Dabbler, Doctor Who Smurf. Dabbler. Really? What? Doctor Who, Doctor Who Smurf, Doctor Who. That can't be canon. Come on. Wow. Wow. Uh, Don Smurfo, also not a real Smurf. Dopey Smurf, oh, Dreamy yeah, Smurf, Smurf, Drummer, Editor, Enamored, Farmer, Finance, Fisher, Flighty, Flying Smurf, aka Aviator Smurf, mm-hmm. Grandpa Smurf. What? Wait, what's uh, the difference between him and the, the, the other Papa guy? Smurf? Yeah, yeah, yeah but no, no, Grandpa Smurf and uh, Baby Smurf. It was like an episode or something. I remember them doing something together. Oh uh, greedy, Gullible, Gutsy. Uh, Hackus, Hackus Smurf. Don't know what that. Harmony Smurf, Hunter Smurf, Karate King, Lazy. <laughs> well, Karate oh, Smurf. Oh, Lazy. Not not all the yeah. same one. Yeah, Lazy. I'm surprised Lazy didn't get. Oh, yeah, he, he's, sleepy he's, he's a huge one. Yeah. Another uh, the Seven Dwarf, Loser, Lucky, Lumberjack Smurf, A.K.A. Timber Smurf, Magician Marco, Mime Miner, Nanny Smurf, Natural Smurf. <laughs> natural, uh, all natural Smurf. Natural <laughs> Smurf. <laughs> Uh, navigator, no <laughs> nobody Smurf, nosy, nurse, painter, nosy. paranoid, party planner Smurf, passive aggressive Smurf. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. Uh, Some of stuff has got to be later on. Policeman, pretentious, pull, pushover, reflection Smurf, uh, otherwise known as the hundredth Smurf. Yeah. Reporter, mm. Sasset. Sasset Smurf oh, was yeah, actually Sasset. the other female Smurf added to the. Uh, uh, Wait, was, so was nurse, was nurse Smurf a male nurse? Uh, quite possibly. Oh. You know, men can be nurses too. Smurf. Oh no, totally. <laughs> Best nurse I ever had was a dude. Anyway, uh, scaredy, scaredy Smurf, schemer Smurf, sloppy Smurf, slouchy Smurfling, smooth Smurf. Oh, I don't like smooth, smooth and Smurf. convincing Smurf. Yeah. Smurf Don't like. Here's that. a bunch that are just like uh like so Smurfette, but you've also got Smurf Blossom, Smurf Philly, Smurf Melody, Smurf Storm, and Smurf Willow. Snappy, sneezy, social Smurf, Submariner Smurf, social, social media Smurf. What? <laughs> social, social Smurf. Here's one table edit, uh, table eating Smurf. What? I guess he eats tables. Wow. 
Okay. Right. Taylor, timid, tracker, toughy, oh, yeah, Taylor Smurf. Taylor Smurf. Weakling, weepy, wild, winner, and wooly Smurf. Wooly. Oh, what was wooly Smurf? Just all hairy? Uh, I'll take a look here in this list. They're Am I remembering good friends with natural Smurf? Yeah, natural yeah. Smurf and wooly Smurf hanging out together all wooly, the time. Non, non, uh, unshaven Smurf. Do I remember Peewit becoming a Smurf? Or is that like a some fan fiction I wrote in my head? What was it? Peewit, it was the, uh, he he was, okay, so there was, like, for a while, they had, like, this annoying uh, couple of characters that were kind of, like, Camelot kind of age characters that were oh, human like, characters that were, right. uh, always had these little side stories. No, they were good guys. Huh. But they were no, always I, coming across, yeah, uh, the, with the king. No, I didn't say Pee-wit. evil, I said medieval. <laughs> oh, medieval, yeah, I'm sorry, medieval. Yeah. By the way, uh, yeah. n- uh, Nurse Smurf is the Smurf's residential nurse. He is shown in Volume 12 wrapping another Smurf's finger. Wooly Smurf is the Smurf's residential sheep shearer who shears sheep. Duh. Wow. He wears a wool hat and shears on a belt. Wooly often talks with a Texan accent. Wow. <laughs> often, but not Wooly always? Smurf. Only uh, sometimes? Often, but not always. I want to look up table. I got to find table table eater. This is amazing. All right, well. So they have tiny feet, I guess? Yeah, a little tiny. Uh, so... Uh, as his name implies, table-eating Smurf likes to chomp down on the edges of tables. Even Papa Smurf seems confused by his behavior. <laughs> by the end of the movie, two female Smurfs from the Lost Village join him in his bizarre habit. Oh, geez. Gotcha. That's yeah. not... So he gets the ladies, the table-eating Smurf. That's right. Well, here's what all this means. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. You won. You won, you won dude. Well done. You're the winner of today's ANTP, which today stands for actual... Uh, not pod anyway it doesn't i don't know what it means it means it means it means you win congratulations you win. Yes. Ta-da! Yay. uh good job all you gotta do is uh, email brian uh, or grab him on discord or wherever you guys uh, have yeah. previously communicated yeah. and he will hook you up with your codes congratulations and well done sir how do you feel i feel i feel incredible right now oh wow <laughs> a, a glow yeah you're like incredible yeah. smurf you're incredible smurf <laughs> Boner Smurf. Smurf. Yeah. Smurf. Did you say boner Smurf? Did I hear that right? Said I Smurf. said winner yeah. Smurf. Oh, winner. But, uh, I heard boner. All right. <laughs> of course you. you did. <laughs> I think I heard boner. All right. Thank you. Uh, well done, Bobby. We'll see you later. Oh. Paging Dr. Freud. Scott heard boner. I heard boner. Big shock. All right. Hey, Dunaway, well done. Today at 3.30 Mountain Time, we are doing the Boop Show. Yes, sir, we are. That's yes, it's happening. It's happening today. I got I to gotta extol the virtues of Littlewood. My favorite Ooh. weird new game on Twitch or on stream rather or on Steam. I can't say words, and on that's Steam, today. Yeah. Uh, so uh, come around and be uh, hearing about that and other things we'll talk about today on the video game show known as the Boop Show. You can find it at frogpants.com/boop, and Brian Dunaway will be there with me. That's three thirty Mountain Time right here at frogpants.tv. Brian, anything else you want to say? Uh, yeah. Um, boner Smurf. Boner Smurf. Boner Smurf. Bye now. All right. If that Smurf lasts for uh, four hours or longer, please consult Doctor Who Smurf. Indeed. All right, we're going to we're going to take a break. Uh, when we come back, okay. we're going to talk to Stephen and, and Daryl. Before we do that, though, tell people what's coming up or is up on Soundography right now. Yeah, Soundography just posted a new episode today about the band Loverboy. Listen, we know Turn Me Loose. We know Working for the Weekend. Uh, do we know anything else? Uh, Almost I Paradise. So. I guess that was uh, partially. Uh, Mike Reno. Uh, anyway, we listened to the entire catalog, Hammond and I, and we got to tell you, uh, well, it, it was a, it was a rough listen. That's what we're going to tell you. <laughs> there are some highlights. Uh, check out our brand new episode on soundography.com about Loverboy. Wow. 
All right, check that out. Uh, when we come back, Steven, so stick around. Let's do a song, though. What do you got? Yeah, I've got a brand new song by the band Diet Sig. That's right, Diet Sig, C-I-G. They are the uh, critically acclaimed duo of Alex Luciano and Noah Bowman, um, back with a new song called Night Terrors, their first bit of music since 2017 when they put out their uh, debut album called Swear I'm Good at This. Um, what's really cool about like if you like juliana hatfield if you like it's like churches without the electronic sensibilities of churches it's really really good uh night terrors you're about to hear here is diet sig i've been staying up guys this episode sponsored by blue chew remember the days when you were ready to go remember that well now you can increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed listen up bluechew.com that's blue like the color blue blue chew brings you the first chewable with the same fda approved active ingredients as viagra and cialis you can take them anytime day or night even on a full stomach and since they're chewable they work up to twice as fast as a pill you can be ready whenever the opportunity arises. If you could benefit from more confidence where it counts, Blue Chew is the fast and easy way to enhance your performance. Blue Chew is prescribed online by licensed physicians, 
so you don't have to go to the doctor's office or wait in line at the pharmacy. And it ships right to your door in a discreet package. They're made in the USA, and since Blue Chew prepares and ships direct, they're cheaper than at a pharmacy. And best of all, there's no more awkwardness. Right now, we've got a special deal for our listeners. Visit BlueChew.com and get your first shipment free when you use our special promo code TMS. Just pay $5 shipping. Drive for free. Blue Chew is the better, cheaper, faster choice. And we thank them for sponsoring the show. My watchman had his teeth knocked out and can take on this soup. My name is Labeef. The Morning Stream. Better than a straw tart blue... Blueberry pot torch. Pot torch. Gonna take me a couple to get that one. Hang on. Better than a straw tart. This is recording, right? Let me check. Better than a straw tart. Better than a. Better than a straw tart blueberry pop torch. That one's always good. Love that one. Favorite. Yep. Thank you, Scott Fletcher. We don't give him enough credit on here for his rad do not. segment uh, segues. He's uh, he's great. We love Scott. Always need more of him in our lives. Always more Fletcher. All right. Uh, where are we now? What do we do now? What am I to do? Oh, uh, <clears throat> what do we do now? Let's get Steven all up in it and uh, get to it. We got some cool stuff going on today with him. Yeah. We also have a decent... I have stuff to say about that Picard premiere with uh, Daryl. No spoilers today, yeah. but... Uh, We'll have some discussion, you guys. Don't you worry. We will. We will talk. We will talk about it. We will. Steven. It's Steven Schleicher all the way from Hayes, Kansas in these states united. Hello, Steven. Hello, Scott. Hello, Brian. It's nice Hello, to have you here. Steven. Uh, Majorspoilers.com, my favorite place to go to learn about comic-related stuff and other pop culture niceties. And uh, he comes on Mondays. We talk about this stuff uh, a little more at length here on the show. It's good to have you. Let's get right to it. Here's the question. All right? I'm going okay. to ask I'm a ready. question. You actually asked this question, but we're gonna, oh, I'm going to ask okay. it as if I'm asking you. Okay, so here you go. All right, I, I got it. What do Wonder Woman, Robin, Flash, Catwoman, and Joker have in common? They're all DC Comics characters. Oh, you got oh, it. Oh, wow. Yeah, they all were tight. Yeah, there's probably probably more to it than that, but yes. Uh, yes, actually, they all turn 80 years old in 2020. They all debuted yeah. in, in either national publications or other comics that were coming out at the time, uh, but are now all part of DC Comics 80 years ago this year. So uh, DC is celebrating with a number of 100-page giants. The Wonder Woman issue number 750 just dropped. Um, last week, Flash, I believe, comes out next week. And then we have in uh, March, we have Catwoman and Joker. And then in April, Robin gets his uh, 80th anniversary spectacular. They should just call it Dick. Because <laughs> we're talking about Dick Grayson here, right? That oh, Robin? I thought you were talking about uh, Boner Smurf or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> no, that comic is a yeah, long is, time. Is Robin ago. is a... Uh... Dick Grayson back to being Robin, or is he still Nightwing? No, 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 no. He's still Nightwing, okay. uh, and they have uh, the worst Robin of all time as the current, <clears throat> current that's, Robin. Is Damian that Batman's Wayne. kid? Is that the one? Yeah, Damian Wayne. It's the worst Robin of all time. It's what, Damian a, Wayne's it, is Robin? Yeah, yes, Damian Wayne's, finally. Damian Wayne's In the role of a lifetime, Brian, he's finally Robin. <laughs> I don't like it either. I don't think it's a good Robin. Um, I, I even think like Scott Snyder and those guys took a crack at some of that and it's okay, but I just don't think you can help that character. They got to do something else. 
I, the best, you know, if, if people want to read some really interesting Damian Wayne stories, they should check out the super sons series that features, um, Robin and, uh, Jonathan Kent, the, uh, or John Kent, the, um, the new Superboy, uh, Lois or, um, yeah, Lois and Clark's kid. Yeah. And they have some great adventures and it is more kids having fun as opposed to grumpy goth child running around trying to, uh, you know, <laughs> edge Lord out his dad. Well, God, the- is that really what it is? Like he's just, uh, <laughs> yeah, he's just uh, unbearable. He's just uh, so annoying. I just I hate kind him. of already hate it. It's really bad. Ryan. <laughs> I, I hate him. It's really bad. Uh, let me ask you this. Is there a possibility in any kind of future? I mean, comics are comics, and they do all kinds of crazy things. But do you ever see a future where Nightwing's like, I'm hanging it up. I'm going to go back to being Robin because, you know, Batman broke his leg or something. So I got to come. I got to solve this or I, whatever. Do you think that's ever a thing where we see Dick Grayson back in the thing? No, I don't, I don't think so unless it's just for, you know, some kind of a, you know, super undercover thing. But he's an adult, and he made, you know, this is like, wow, 1980-something when he finally said, I'm calling it quits as, as Robin and I'm, I'm going to be known as Nightwing. This is in the Teen Titan series uh, that kicked off the, um, uh, the Tara Markov uh, storyline. Oh yeah. Right. Uh, I forget, I'm forgetting it off the top of my head. Judas, the yeah. Judas the Judas contract. Yeah. yeah contract. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, yeah, I don't think that he's ever going back uh, to being Robin. There are so many Robins that have come after him, uh, at least four others that have had the name Robin. So I don't think we're going to see that. Yeah. Well, uh, never bring your kid to work is what I'm saying. Just <laughs> leave Damien at home. Plus, it, it does get pretty bad. Plus, Damien's like a, it's like a devil name, isn't it? They always give like Spawn of Satan the name Damien. Like, uh, right. Well, uh, Damien Omen, right? Sure. Oh, yeah, right. The Omen. I forgot about that. He, the that there was is an anniversary issue called, I think it was Batman 666, and it takes a look at the future when Damien becomes Batman. Really? And he's evil, yes. And it's the 666 episode, I see, or issue. I yeah, see something like that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, nice job, guys. Real subtle. Uh, good year, though, for an 80-year-old Wonder Woman because of this list. So you got Wonder Woman, Robin, Flash, Catwoman, and Joker. She's the only one that would still be alive, right? And still looking young and still kicking ass. Well, I mean, she's immortal, so yeah. I mean, but I mean, I've seen some 80-year-olds that look pretty good still. So. That's true. That's true. But she's the only one that would like... You know, still be a dashing around in her costume. Yes, un- unchanging. She is. She is made from clay, and and a wish put into her, and yeah. was given life. So yes, she'll be around for a long time, and that's kind of interesting that you bring that up because have you guys have you guys heard about this? Um, have you guys heard of five G? You mean the speed on your yeah, phone? I, yeah, I get that uh, in some areas in uh, Denver on my phone. Yeah, yeah, Except yeah. Five G E. Yeah, it's all asterisk. it's all bull crap. Is what it is. Yeah, yeah. it's not it's not screwing up our weather predictions yet. No, I'm talking about 5G, the new I guess placeholder name or real name for the next reboot, relaunch, soft shifting of the DC universe from DC Comics that's already started. 5G is that generation? Is that what it stands for? Do we know? Yeah, I think it's the fifth generation, but it's also kind of interesting that uh, AT and T now owns Warner Brothers, which owns DC Comics. So I don't know if there's some weird synergy going on there, but. Huh. Uh, what's going to happen, and it's already started, it happened in um, Doomsday Clock number 12, and it really became official last week in Wonder Woman number 750. Yeah. They're monkeying around with the time stream just a little bit, talking about these very distinct uh, generations of DC Comics. So the very first thing is we know that Superman is the first superhero that appeared in 1938, but 
in the new timeline, they are putting Wonder Woman as the first public superhero. Whoa. Does that mean and she that, lifts up the car and that you're going to make a cover, but it's the, she's holding the car instead of Superman holding the car? No, no, it's not going to be that. But okay. that actually happened uh, in issue 750. It's the very last story, which introduces Wonder Woman as the first public superhero. She saves FDR. And then we see kind of watching a newsreel. We see Alan Scott, uh, the first Green Lantern, saying, oh, maybe it's time for the rest of us to come out. So what we're seeing is we're going to have the... Uh, first storyline, starting with Wonder Woman's first appearance. Then the second generation of superheroes in this new timeline will begin with the first appearance of Superman. Um, and it goes all the way up into the Crisis on Infinite Earth. So essentially kind of your Silver Agey goodness type stuff. Right. And then uh, the third age is Crisis on Infinite Earths up until Flashpoint, which came out in 2011. Uh, the fourth generation is what we're reading today in the fifth generation is basically going on or starting to happen right now. I'm sure they'll have a big event coming up over the next year uh, as they kind of shift these timelines around. But one of the things that we've talked about on the Major Spoilers podcast, and I don't know if we've mentioned it here or not, but they're getting ready to replace Batman. Uh, and it won't be Damien that takes his place, but um, it, anyone who has seen Crisis on Infinite Earths, uh, you were introduced to a Luke Fox. And Luke Fox, who's been around in comics for, ooh, I want to say 10 years maybe already, uh, on and off, he will be the new Batman. Oh, okay. So they're and so, so they're what they're really trying the, to do is trying to age some of these characters and age them out. Sure, but they but basically it just sounds like they're. This isn't a permanent reset. This is just like them playing with alternate timelines, right? I mean, uh, if you had video on, you would see me with my hands up in the air, going, "Yes, yeah, I don't know," because yeah. um, you know they're going to continue to monkey with timelines, and and Marvel does a little bit better job of this, but they're gonna they're still trying to figure out well when we did the new 52 and we relaunched this fourth generation of, of storytelling, we did away with all the old continuity except for Batman and except for one other character. And of course that caused all sorts of problems. So I think what they're trying to do is figure out a way that they can keep the old stuff and the new stuff and make people love it all the same. Um, Diane Nelson, who was in charge of DC comics uh, a couple of years ago said, Hey, continuity doesn't matter just good stories make good stories. So don't get caught up in continuity. Just let all this stuff happen. But I think a lot of people are still hung up in continuity. Now I said, Marvel does a pretty good job of it. All they do is just shift the timeline. So, you know, Iron Man started as a Vietnam war uh, character, but then has shifted all the way up into like the Iraq war. And I'm sure, you know, another decade we'll see him get his origin story in who knows uh, whatever war is currently going on. So, right. That uh, Marvel shifts, DC kind of reboots. Well, that's interesting. Uh, typical com com comic uh, move, right? Like they do this stuff mm -hmm. all the time, but they have to, yeah, to keep it yeah. relevant. Otherwise, you're wondering why Tony Stark is this uh, 90 year old guy walking around in a suit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, I'm into that. Uh, all right, so <clears throat> lots of cool stuff happening uh, these days, and you can find all of it at majorspoilers.com and on the various podcasts you guys are hosting. Anything going on this week there that you would like to mention? Uh, just check out our podcast and stay smurfy. Oh, stay smurfy. <laughs> it's not quite the same as hydrated, but I'll take it. No, but he, he listens. I yeah, like that. he does listen. Yeah. All right, let's find out if Daryl listens. Yeah. Uh, Thanks a lot, Daylight Savings Time. Yeah, F it up again, or whatever he says. <laughs> Have to get up in the effing dark. <laughs> oh, I'm here. Oh, I am here. Whoa, what? You are here. How did you pick up so quick after last You're week's totally nightmare? Here. 
That was crazy last week. How did, how did that well, work? Well, last, last week, my I had to get on my son's system and try to make it work, but he had everything all messed up. Oh, yeah, that's what kids oh, do. Oh, right, 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 yes. Yeah, that's what kids do. I get it. Kids. Uh, Daryl, it's the good worst. to have you here, though. How are you doing? Good. Yeah, good. yeah. You at work today? Is that where you're at? Mm-hmm. Big, yep. big stuff going on? You got all sorts of secret uh, things happening in the background that we can't know about? <laughs> I don't know. I don't even know. (laughs) All right. Well, uh, good luck with those. Let's play this for Daryl here. Where is it? Can't find it. There it is. Nope, that's not it. Here it is. Hello, and welcome to Star Trek Adventure. It's kind of fruity, isn't it? It is pretty fruity. All right, so Mm -hmm. quick review. My 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 hot review of uh, uh, of Picard, and then I want all of us to do the same. Okay, I want us all to dive in on this. Uh, No spoilers, chat room. We're not going to give any. Uh, Be hard to spoil it anyway, because... I'm not even really sure where the story's going. It's but a lot of it's yeah. It was a very big setup episode. Yeah, not a lot of yeah. resolution, yeah. which is fine. But uh, anyway, I really liked it. Uh, I liked the tone of it. I liked the that it felt modern, but it definitely felt like Picard and his sensibilities. Uh, I'm excited to have a protagonist back in Star Trek that is not just. You know the the kind he's like a righteous warrior, man. The guy's just awesome, and is always aiming to do the right thing in the situation he's in. And I miss that in Star Trek. That's there's an optimistic point of view there that I really like. And mm-hmm. Picard's the guy to bring it. It felt very trekky. I want to make a side comment about how amazing I think the music is. Um, mm-hmm. And I don't just mean the intro. I think the orchestration and theme stuff throughout uh, the score, all of it, is very cool. And like next level Star Trek stuff, I really like it, and uh, I really liked it like a lot. And I'm stoked to see where it goes. Um, did you did you good. watch Children of Mars, the short Trek? Before? No, I missed that, and I should have. I also I can still watch it in retrospect. Yeah, of course. Of course. <clears throat> but um, you you made it sound like there was some good lead up there, like uh, some. There's there are connections. I wouldn't say it's it's certainly not like oh yeah you won't understand anything that's going on in Picard unless you watch it because there's if that's absolutely not true. But there are some nice connections that. Right. That, um, it doesn't add. It, it doesn't add much, but it's interesting. And sure. A good thing. It to may add actually to add the, more. I, maybe it's one. Is it one of those things that adds more now that you've seen the first episode and you're like, oh okay, that first thing has some significance if you yeah. know. Uh, yeah, you know a little. A okay. little. Not All right. much. All right. So. I, li- I liked it. I like the supporting cast so far. We don't haven't met a lot of people yet, but we'll see them in upcoming episodes based on the preview. Um, some familiar faces as well, which is obvious if you've seen some trailers. And um, it also has a quality to it that reminds me of the the flute episode of TNG. Yeah. And the, yes, Inner Light. I always remember remember the name of it, and you always remember it somehow. Mm-hmm. So well, only because Andrew Allen had to do. We had to do that song for one of the oh, albums. Oh, right. Yeah. He probably never wants to hear that word again. Um, and then, <laughs> and then, what was the other thing? Oh, the, and then it reminds me of all good things. There's like just this quality of like melancholy and tough challenge for for Jean Luc. And I don't know. I just it's really ringing my bell. So mm-hmm. uh, I'm into it. So Daryl or Brian. Let's do Brian, and then I want to hear the Trek nerds' final take. So Brian, did my, you? How mine did you will feel? be really quick because you you kind of hit all the things that I want to say. I mean, it's it sets up some really interesting world world building there's stuff i really want to know more about uh, and obviously we're just getting a taste of these things like the um the the institute the daystrom institute and uh um uh and chateau, chateau picard oh, yeah. and stuff like that yeah. so uh i mean we're, you know i want to i'm looking forward to seeing more 
um, more about this whole world that they're creating. Yeah. That's and I can't really add anything else that you didn't already say. So, well, I, now uh, Daryl. Now Daryl. Okay, I agree with all of the above. Plus, I think there's social commentary in there which has been missing from recent Trek, and I think this this whole the whole thing is just going in the right direction. They're I think they're learning from what they've done and their mistakes, and they say, yeah, yeah, we we're learning and we're gonna do it better. Yeah. And so I think they're just getting better and better, and and I'm purring like a kitten because I just love it. Yeah, <laughs> I was gonna, I was, I got the impression from your posts and things that you were feeling pretty good about it. But it's good to hear that it that it's doing. I mean, yes, you're right. The social commentary stuff, which Star Trek was always famous for, TNG did really well, and TOS did really well, mm-hmm. uh, and to some level, you know, DS9 and Voyager also dealt with a lot of the same issues, if a little rehashed. But this seems like a return to that form. Yes. In, in a way that I wasn't expecting, you know, I kind of just thought it would be dust off the old uniform, Captain. It's time for another ride or whatever. And there is some of that, but it's yeah, it's definitely it's just not. It's he, not all blowing stuff up, right? And his his right. motivations are right. What's right. driving it, and their motivations you can relate to, and it feels it's just really strong so far. Yes, they're uh, very honorable and very Starfleetish, and yeah. Just I'm, love it. Yeah. I'm wondering Very who good. people hate more now in uh, the sci-fi universe: uh, the stormtrooper that punched Yoda, or the woman that interviews Picard. Oh man, <laughs> she was like. I mean, I know that there's again, there's some of your social commentary, right? There's a little bit yeah. of your. Like, <laughs> there's one gripe right there that I didn't like. You I don't, don't like the tab- FNN thing, do you? You don't like the that. tabloid stuff. We're going to be beyond that in two or three hundred years. Oh, I hope so, but <laughs> I hope so, but I'm not sure. <laughs> yeah. Let's be optimistic. Yeah. Yeah. I mean it's it's fair. Yeah. I think if any any time you've got conflict, whether it's on a global or intergalactic scale, you're gonna have your wildly clashing opinions and that's that draws eyeballs. I don't know how you ever get rid of that. I think humans are weird that way, but but anyway, that I think they handled that stuff okay and I needed him to do what he did. Um mm-hmm. and say what he said. It was great. So uh, I don't understand why Entertainment Weekly says it's a catastrophe of a first episode. Probably because it pokes fun at that lady. Yeah, maybe oh. the tabloid TV interview. Yeah, they were not. Stuff. They they said here's this. It was a tr- uh, it was an atrocious first episode, and here's how they can save the show. And I'm like, did wow, you watch the same geez. thing I watched? And no, I haven't read any reviews like that. Everything else I've read is positive from like most review press. Yeah, and uh, and really, you shouldn't be able to review a TV show until you see three episodes of it, in my opinion. Yeah. At least, yeah, 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 and they and then all they talked about was the first one, which is weird because you'd think they'd get screeners for the first three or whatever, like most of these places do. So mm-hmm. I don't know what that's about, but anyway, yeah. it's very good. I don't know. It's They've got. I don't know what their deal is. It's really good. This guys. can't be an honest opinion. No, it can't be right, or it's just there to kick up nerd dirt or something. Yeah, it's there to make us all talk. Because even if you said, "Oh, I don't necessarily like this setup." Okay, that's fair, but you can't you can't argue that it's not being executed well. You just may not yeah. maybe you're not into that thing. It's like saying you're not into Star Trek at all. You can't yeah, that doesn't like mean it's bad. It just means you don't like it, you know. You have ten staff people and you pick the one that doesn't like it. Yeah. Right. It's weird. Right. Anyway, uh that's on Thursdays now? Is that the date? Yep. Wow, <laughs> Thursdays are back to must see TV, man. <laughs> oh yeah. Kind of, yeah. Just a different right. network and uh app now instead of a and, you it's know, been with a this long one, time. you could always wait in, until about uh, 
six or seven episodes in and then and then get your CBS All Access and then binge watch it. But I, yeah, I couldn't true. do it. I, I'd be no. worried about spoilers. And oh yeah, yeah, it's been a long time since I've been excited for been a Trek a long episode. Time. <laughs> <laughs> not not a long road. I know. I know. <laughs> Listen, you begin anything with it's been a long and I'm I'm just gonna start singing that. I don't care. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I will say this one thing. Not a spoiler, okay? <laughs> but there's one yeah. of the one of the next gen movies is often people criticize it a lot and don't like it. And I've always really liked it. And I don't know why I've always had such a different opinion than most everybody else. This this first episode actually addresses stuff from that movie as if it's canon. And and oh, right. strong piece of canon, so Nemesis. yeah, yeah. So I'm, yeah. I'm all good with the, in the hood. They're they're respecting the the one thing I liked about about the latter films, and and uh, and and so all this is gravy for me. I'm loving it. And he is mm-hmm. looking he is looking really old, but it's perfect for what we're doing. Yeah, yeah. You know and what they I mean? Even have him story wise being older than he actually is. Yeah. I haven't watched any of that Will Wheaton after show stuff. Is that any good? Oh, that's really good. Yes, yes. I'm really? so glad he's there. Oh, really? Okay. I'm wow. so glad he's there. All right. That's I might cool. have to well, I'll watch that this afternoon. He is now the age that John or that Patrick Stewart was when he first took the role of Jean Luc Picard. Think of that. What? <laughs> that's crazy. Yep. Yep. No. Yep. That is correct. Wow. 40, that's weird. 45, whatever it was. Uh, 40s, mid 40s. And Jeez. he's there. He's now there. Wow. <laughs> That's like when I found out Luke Skywalker, uh, Mark Hamill's the exact age as Obi-Wan was when right. they made the first Star Wars. Right. Which just doesn't seem right, but whatever it is. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, this is great. I'm super stoked about all of this. Now, we have some other items. Whoopi Goldberg was accepted Patrick Stewart's offer to be on season two, and it was on The View, a thing she does. Uh, I'm sure stuff happens in the background, too. This is just like a fun little showing of it on, you know, on stage or whatever. It's not like he gets to make this decision in real time. Yeah, it's not like a wedding proposal where she's not going <laughs> right, to say no. Right. 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 We knew right. she'd say yes, but that's an interesting ad, I guess, uh, to have her there. And that also, didn't that, wasn't that how they confirmed season two or had we heard before that season two was happening? Oh, we heard before that season yeah. two was a thing. Okay. And I'm really super happy to have Whoopi Goldberg in it. In fact, that was one of the things I wanted to see in episode one of whatever the next Trek thing was yeah. long before Discovery. Guinan's amazing. It's a great character. Is, yeah. It's a great add to the show. <laughs> and Whoopi has names today. Well, she's... She's got the I gray. Call it aging. She's got the she gray cornrow things, but she could. Yeah. She could cut. You know, you can get rid of that. She could still pull off. Yeah. Uh, she can pull off Guinan better than Brett Spiner can pull off. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Same age. Same you know age what? Data. I got over that though. I didn't think I was gonna. At first, yeah. it's shocking, but I got over it because yeah. the context of it is real good, yeah. and and he also is perfectly characterization of him again. And it's they're just, actually they put something in canon in TNG long, long ago that Data has an aging function. Mm-hmm. So he's he does actually age. Yeah, the, it just the same you technology off. that Arnold Schwarzenegger describes in the lo- most recent Terminator movie <laughs> as to why he looks old. <laughs> do they do that in that? They explain yeah, they that? do. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I was wondering how they get around that because he they put an aging. Uh, subroutine into my programming. <laughs> oh, that's my favorite thing ever. Yeah. When that's... you guys sit around and you just go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can't. That's how shocking, Daryl, to hear that from a guy that 
can talk and and gag at the same time or whatever oh, it is that you do. Don't, don't, oh, don't I do could it. do talking, gagging, and do go. Uh, yeah, do it. Do it at work. Yeah, you don't need You won't to, get though. fired for that. Go for it. No? <laughs> wow. Yeah, sorry, Jeannie. Yeah. Holy Moses. Jeannie's going to say muted. <laughs> just a second here. My favorite recent, Arnold, this isn't recent, but when he said this. I can smoke stogies in my house, first of all, <laughs> because her father introduced me to stogies, and second of all, because I'm a stud. Zigmund <laughs> <laughs> Wall. Uh, love him. I'm a stud. Anyway, uh, uh, yeah. Very cool. Yep. Uh, tell us about season, uh, or sorry, section 31 starts in May. It starts filming in May. Mm-hmm. This is that offshoot with the. Uh, uh, Ning Mao Poo or whatever her name is. What's her name? <laughs> Giorgio, uh, whatever her name is. Giorgio. What's the actress? O- 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 O'Keefe. Um, Ming No, not Ming No. Long uh, Captain uh, Giorgio. Long Dardo. Yes. What is it? She's the crazy, crazy rich Asian. Yeah, she's great. <laughs> she's in a million things: Crouching Tiger, Hidden yeah. Dragon, a uh, million movies. Uh, me, no, not her. Michelle Yeoh. That's it. Michelle Yeoh. Michelle Yeoh. Yep. Yes. Yeah. So that's cool. I actually really like where that thing may go. So. Mm-hmm. Let's yeah, do it for sure. Let's have our, you know, that's the thing. Let's have our action-packed dark trek. That's fine. Have it, mm-hmm. and let's have yep. our thoughtful Picard. At the right. same time, you can have these two at the same time, and we can even have our exploratory, you know, discovery now in uncharted areas. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I wonder if if it won't be as dark as planned because of the success of the uh, oh, Picard, Picard show. Oh, maybe. I mean, if they haven't started yet, a lot of this will help. Yeah, they do start now, and or not now, but in May. Maybe yeah. they'll change stuff. I don't know. Yeah, and Discovery can continue to be their little action-y thing. It's fine, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, uh, look, I say more Star Trek. I'm not tired of this. Bring it on. Let's yeah, go. and the more they make, the better it gets. So, yeah, yeah, I'm kind of excited for it now. I'm excited to go to the Riker's house. Or do, do you think Troy takes on the Riker name, or does he take on the Troy name? Because she's pretty tough. What would you do? Oh, that'd be neat. Know. Yeah. What do they know. name their dog? No, uh, oh, wait, 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 wait. Alexander. Alexander. <laughs> Wesley. <laughs> they and they're always dog, saying, shut up, Wesley, because yeah. it's a yappy dog. If they, if they name their dog Wesley, I will die laughing so hard. <laughs> that would be the funniest freaking thing. Um, yeah. All right. Uh, Daryl, always a pleasure to hang out with you and talk about Star Trek. Um, the, you have a show. It's called This Week in Trek, which you can find over at thisweekintrek.com. Uh, Anything else? Or what are you guys doing right now? Probably a lot of a lot of Picard stuff, yeah. A lot of yeah, reviewing. Yeah, every Sunday we review an episode with tons of spoilers. That's pretty rad. That's pretty rad. Nice. So go check that out if you have any additional interest in Star Trek. Uh, I think you'll enjoy it. Daryl Skills, everybody. He is the Trek Nerd on Twitter. Daryl, any final words? Gaga ga. Oh, I thought he was gonna gag, gag and barf or whatever at the same time. Oh, I'm so glad he didn't. Thank you for not doing that. Me too. All right, Brian, we're now at the show Poor part Jeannie. that uh, I know <laughs> was a real bummer. Um, oh, is that true? Blue John Ridge reminds us that in Nemesis, Picard refers to Riker as Mr. Troy. Oh, really? Okay. I don't. I think he was teasing him though, because he was like saying, "Yeah, you're not wearing the pants in this relationship." Yeah, right. <laughs> You don't have the camel toe in this relationship, he said. Right. <laughs> You're not wearing the, the uh, un- unbecoming leotard in uh, this family. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> Boofy haircut. All right. Uh, let's do a Monday mashup. How's that sound yeah, to you? Yeah, sounds great. This is from Jamie. Uh, this one is titled, Ibit Calls It. 
And oh, okay. I don't know what it is, so we'll just play it. Here you go. We're rubbing their chode. Right, right, right. Of course. Yeah, yes. We're rubbing their chode. Rubbing their chode. Rated T for too much sass. <laughs> Put him in a cell with uh, Lori Laughlin and probably reduce her sentence down to six months. Boom. With, with Fartman. Problem solved. With Hyper Anger Fartman. Yeah, Hyper Anger Fartman. Aeroflot. Aeroflot, sorry. Aeroflot. Aeroflot. Would you like to <clears throat> take a flot? Where you, would you like to flot to where today? Where would you like to go flot to? <laughs> get on plane. I gotta go over to Bill Dover's house and get some truck parts. I've got a particular set of skills on this train. I have to yes. find the bomb. I have a particular 20-minute drive to work every day. <laughs> exactly. That's my commute. That's my commute. I might read the newspaper. I might listen to This American Life on a podcast. Oh, no, the Billingham's uh, coming. Did you keep hiding? I'm here to collect your taxes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm here for your taxes. Don't think you can hide your taxes under the bed. I'm the, root them out. I'm the Billingham. Mary Poppins, what are you? You flopped out your boobies, Mary Poppins, Philip. Sing Doreen me and a spoonful of sugar or something. Get me back to what I know. Yeah. That sounds all right, then. Sausage. A Wiener schnitzel. Yeah. You want to take the whole thing in your mouth at once? You want? I think it is. Hide the girl power. Put it in the boots. Don't swallow it, Philip. I love how Queen Elizabeth is now a Spice Girl. Can't help it. Yo, baby, yeah. peel my banana. Jeez, pull it out, buddy. Woo! Now, we just bite into it, I guess. So this is, mine's misshapen. Roy Nibbit has confirmed he will have his wiener out the entire three days. <laughs> Pooped it out. Slapped it on the butt. Oh, is it normal at my age to grow a vagina? What is that about? <laughs> oh, yeah, the Hindus. They just love slicing each other up with freaking cock blades. <laughs> Doesn't sound good the way I said it. No, it really did, but but boy, will that be a that will be a peak of the mashup right there. That's going to be the apex of uh, GMS mashups this coming Monday. No, it totally was. Look at that, he ended it. It was. It was the the a- the, the grand finale. Yeah, you wouldn't the call climax. it apex. Apex would be in the middle, right? The, the, right. The yeah. height of it. So well, the height. Yeah, the hump day. Really good stuff, Jamie. Uh, I did notice though. He put in here something about vodka-soaked tampons. Oh. <laughs> Because we talked about these on PM, and the, and we were like, didn't we talk about these before? And we couldn't remember if we, we talked did. about them. Yeah. We, we did. Um, we did. I'm going to play this. This is from 2011. Right. Okay. No, oh, wow. From the early days. Yeah, November 2011. And so th- that's why I don't remember. It was so long ago. Yeah. But I guess this is a thing we did. So here you go. Oh, it's in this form, too. Okay. <laughs> here is the best health thing I've heard all day, though. <laughs> Kids are using vodka-soaked what to get drunk? All right, if you don't believe me, I'll let them tell you what it is because I'm mortified yeah. by this. So here it is. Check it out. I've got to tell you, Stan and Catherine, two things I never thought would appear in the same sentence, tampons and vodka. Do I have your attention? Yes, Mr. all right. Chelsea Handler. <laughs> Oh, okay, it gets worse. Because if you're a parent, you really need to hear this. There's been documented cases of people going to the hospital with alcohol poisoning just from utilizing it that way. Officer Chris Thomas spends his days patrolling the halls of a Valley High School. He's heard firsthand how kids are getting tipsy. What we're hearing about is teenagers utilizing uh, tampons, soak them in vodka first before using them. You heard right. Teens taking tampons, soaking them in vodka and inserting them 
there. It gets absorbed directly into the bloodstream. Um, there's no barrier, there's no stomach acid, there's nothing to prevent it. I would expect it to absorb fairly quickly as well because it's a very vascular structure. This is definitely not just girls. Guys will also use it and they'll insert them into their rectum. Okay, stop, oh. stop. That, okay, there you go, question answered. Holy <laughs> crap. That was going to be, I was raising my hand, that was going to be my first question. Now, Brian, you're going, this story can't get worse. Like, this is the worst of like, first of all, it's the worst of sensationalistic local news. Sure, sure. It gets a little worse. So just worse? listen oh, no. on, there's more. And that's not all. Using a beer bong rectally is the same concept as a vodka-soaked tampon. Yep, rather than the uh, traditional what? beer bong you'd find at a college party, kids are sticking the tube elsewhere. Oh my gosh! <laughs> what is going on? What world do I live in where the news has got that figured out? Uh, are people I just figured out, I just figured out though, the way that I can open my bar and save on glassware. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, see, we were at it. We were all over that topic. We were totally all over it. And how many, what we didn't talk about on that, I'm surprised we didn't, or maybe we did and it just didn't uh, didn't make it into the mashup. Mm. How many kids tried it because they heard about it from this sensational news story said, what, vodka? All right, I guess I'll give it a try. Yeah, just like, like it, it's like the testicle tasting it, and all that it stuff. It became a news thing. Right, yeah. exactly. Yeah, same deal. I agree. Tide Pods, same thing, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Somebody heard, oh, someone ate a Tide Pod. Really? No. Oh, well, we should try it and see if it works. Yeah, it's totally that. Totally that. Sensational yes. news coverage. Right. The best you can get here at TMS. All right, that's it. <laughs> that's the show, folks. Uh, we. It's funny, this topic came up again on, on uh, last Friday's TMS PM episode, which you now can only get by being a patron. Patreon.com slash TMS. Even a buck a month to get you in. A lot of you have joined up since then, and we appreciate it. That means you're getting that episode. Also, I'm going to put the video up there as well. I just figured out a way to do it uh, after the oh, fact, cool. so you get the archive there since it's not on YouTube. So um, anyway. And and not yeah. just hyperbole, but I'm saying that was one of our funniest uh, TMS PMs ever. It was really funny. Like, yeah. I, it's not us just saying, oh, look what you're missing out. It was so funny. Right. No, it, no, was it, was, it was actually funny. It was actually really funny. <laughs> it was really good. So uh, check that out. That'll be in there in perpetuity to anyone who, if you join now, you still get access to it and old ones. So it's not like they go away. Uh, anyway, if you want to be a part of that, patreon.com slash TMS for everything else, uh, frogpants.com slash TMS. Uh, as a reminder, later today, 3.30 Mountain Time, we'll be doing an episode of uh, The Boop Show. Put up a new skim yesterday. There's a new film sack in the wild. Lots of content to get you caught up before we do another TMS tomorrow. So nice. do that. Brian, anything else you got, or should we just do a song? I got nothing. I mean, uh, tonight we're going to be recording the reunion, uh, getting all the season two contestants from America's Next Top Podcaster together to uh, see what they've been up to over the last couple months since we wrapped the show. And uh, that'll be up on the feed as soon as Hammond gets his his uh, uh, grubby little fingers all over it. Nice. He does have grubby fingers. He does have grubby fingers. I've actually looked. They're grubby. Yeah. He's grubby Smurf. We're going to call him that from now on. <laughs> All right. He's clearly Papa Smurf. I oh, mean, you look at yeah. that beard. Red pants, he's, all of it. He's yep. re- Exactly. He's a silly hat away from being Papa Smurf. Yep, there it is. All right, let's play a song. Do you have one? 
I do. Great. Uh, Mike C wrote in, and uh, I'm now going to uh, drop into a lower uh, register. Oh. Mike C wrote in and said, a great friend of mine passed away at the young age of 51 last Friday. Left yeah, behind a wife, two young children. His name was Brian. He was one of the kindest and funniest guys you'd ever want to know. One of the bands he always had a passion for was Cheap Trick. So any song originally performed by them or another band, another band covering them would be an awesome memorial to my friend of the last 12 years. Thanks, guys. Sorry for the downer request. Signed, Mike C. from Chicagoland. Yeah, that one hits hard. That's too close to our age. That's well, it is our age. Well, yeah, yeah close to our age. Yeah, yeah I'm kidding. I'm so sorry. About uh, so I'm I'm playing one of my favorites for this one. Um, it's one that I was surprised I've never played on TMS before. Uh, the band Concrete Blonde on their CD single for the song Mexican Moon included this cover of Cheap Tricks Mandicello, and this is this is one of my not just favorite covers but favorite songs of all time this would probably be in my top 50 list of great uh, great songs here's concrete blonde and their cover of oh mandicello man i think mandicello they don't say the uh they don't it's one of those songs where they don't say the title in the song oh. i believe it's pronounced mandicello we're gonna say mandicello all right well here you go this is it be back here tomorrow for a whole nother episode we'll see you then
This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. Swear in front of Pud.